Hello everyone this is your host KK I'm super excited to let you know that I've launched my first book called Why Me First it's available on amazon.com I'm putting the link in the show notes click the link grab your copy today there is a free gift for everyone inside the book may I also request you to please leave me a review that would mean the world to me thank you so much imagine celebrating your success going on holidays having bonfire on the beach with your loved ones unfortunately most entrepreneurs experience burnout within the first year but what is it that makes others succeed i'm your host tajul khurana call me kk join me as we have fireside chats with experts who have insider secrets around how to rest rejuvenate recharge and be bonfire entrepreneurs Hello and welcome to Be Bonfire Entrepreneurs with your host Kajal Khurana you can call me KK our amazing guest today is a retired stunt woman a business therapist work life balance coach and a virtual speaker and she is Bunny Yong welcome to our show Bunny I'm so excited to be here thank you so much for having me thank you Bunny please tell our listeners who Bunny Yong is Well first off it's way past my bedtime here in the states but I really wanted to be here for your listeners and was super excited to be here for you. So the first thing is that Bonnie has a really early bedtime. Oh, uh, thank you. Really appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> I'm a third generation entrepreneur as KK said. I am a retired stunt woman. I am married into a big military family. My husband's in the military. We really have this pride around our purpose and our actions being dedicated to a cause higher to ourselves and what i was finding in my work was that i wasn't really finding the purpose i didn't feel like this is what i was born to do mm-hmm. and that's what led me into the entrepreneurial route but i am a third generation entrepreneur and it's funny it's funny that i ended up being an entrepreneur because i remember going to college and getting a masters degree because i was determined to be anything but an entrepreneur <laughs> amazing so uh, what made you change your industry or you know the work you were doing before i'm sure it wasn't so easy and wasn't easy decision for you to do that yeah so i was doing consulting part time i had mm-hmm. a better place consulting but i still had a job and i had taken my first real vacation and we as a family intentionally decided to go to a resort where there was only wifi in the lobby and we got caught in a hurricane and the resort shut down there was no power we only had the power on this laptop that we were watching a family movie on for 90 minutes and my husband turned to me and said you know this is the first time that you've sat down and watched an entire movie without looking at your phone checking in with a client taking a phone call doing an email and the realization though was that i was doing all of that for somebody else right so you know i was getting paid a salary and i was giving my very best intention my very best focus all of my energy to a boss 
and a boss that really didn't respect any boundaries because we're in the middle of a hurricane. I'm getting all these emails and messages. Are you guys safe and okay? And when we finally get power and Wi-Fi back, I have 11 messages from my boss saying, why aren't you answering me? It was kind of this pivotal transformation in the way that I thought about money versus Mm -hmm. value because money is something that we literally print, we make up and value is something within you. And so to understand what your value is and to understand that it was more valuable for me to be present and I have a heart condition. And so my health was also greatly impacted Mm -hmm. by having, being in a position where somebody was taking and taking and taking. And as an entrepreneur listening to this, the same risk uh, befalls you as an entrepreneur to have somebody or a client or, you know, your, your company to take and take and take. And I remember leaving, you know, what we would call corporate and, you know, becoming an entrepreneur and running into other entrepreneurs who ended up working more hours than they were in corporate but they were happier because they were fulfilling their purpose. And I designed my companies. I have five now, but I designed them not to be dependent on me. I didn't want to design another J-O-B. I wanted to design a structure of freedom where I could share my knowledge with anyone anywhere in the world and share my experience and say, go out there and do what fulfills your purpose and acknowledge that you have a value that no one else in the world can deliver to this world. And that's truly how you make a difference and how you make the world a better place. Nice. So interesting. So what were your challenges when you tried to pivot? Did you have Um, any challenges or was it easy? Where do you want me to start? (laughs) I think my first challenge was a mindset of fee for service. So like hourly. So my first product I remember that it was a strategic planning session around work-life alignment for a client and I charged $97 and I spent four hours on it. And I was trying to think of like what the person could afford versus my value. And so my biggest learning curve was switching from an hourly mindset to more of a project mindset and a value mindset. So now when I'm working individually with clients, I only work with four individual clients at a time and I don't have a set fee schedule. We have a conversation on what they want to accomplish. And I say, how much would that be worth to you? And so if you think about it as like, how much would a master's degree or a doctoral degree be worth to you, you know, and people talk about, well, it'd be worth $100,000. And we don't hesitate to invest in our education for $100,000. But, you know, spending $5,000 on a work-life alignment program that's an investment in ourselves, we have trouble doing that. So I think that's probably the two biggest mindset shifts was one is investing in myself. If you're an entrepreneur, having a coach or a professional to hold you accountable and investing in yourself is the highest return on investment every single time. No one can take experience and knowledge away from you. They can take as much money as they want away from you. They can take your house. They can take everything, but they can never take your experience and your knowledge away from you. And the second is that you have value And don't let your clients tell you how valuable you are. It's the other way around. Right. Amazing. So I also understand because you mentioned strategic planning, you also teach people time management, is it? 
It's more in a work-life alignment management. And so from, it's not a time blocking, but it's, it's being aware of, you typically have seven spaces or seven themes in your calendar. So a really tangible example, everybody's isn't the same, but the first two are non-negotiable. One is self and the second is family. So uh, whatever that means, <laughs> right? When I was working for somebody else, it was like here was my forty-hour work week. <laughs> it was actually much more than that. Yeah. And then I would plan my family around that, and then whatever was left over, which was typically nothing, was for me. Right. And so what I teach is that when you build your calendar, the question is around what do you want your calendar? What do you want your life to look like? And start with yourself and then start with the time you want to spend with your family. And then for me, my third is a CEO visionary role for my companies. And then my fourth is my clients and customer service, business development. And the very last is admin. To this day, including my parents' company and my grandparents' company, I don't know any company that has ever gone under because files were not filed. Like, yeah, I'm not talking about taxes, but I'm just talking about the admins. And sometimes as an entrepreneur, it feels good to just check it off a list. But at the end of the day, when you can work backwards and automate, outsource and delegate starting at seven and working your way up, when I had my second child, I took four months off. And how I did that was that, you know, my admin was outsourced and automated. There's so many technological softwares and tools now to be able to do that. My business development was automated and delegated. My clients were even delegated to another coach and other consultants. And so what I was really left with was just one and two and 30 minutes of CEO time, which my companies don't need a whole weekly CEO time. The visionary time is, is kind of to set the course and the path and the seeds for where you're going to go and then make sure that there's the right people that you trust on your team to kind of hold that vision in honor. So true. It's interesting that you mentioned that because I also end up asking my clients, list down your priorities. And most of the time it's work, family, you know, self. And I always tell them to reverse it, self, family and work, you know. And I've recently published a book. In my book also, I keep talking about exactly the same thing. If you take care of yourself in all aspects, all areas of your life, everything around you revolves and it's, it, it's, it's like a puzzle, you know. If you put the pieces yes. right, it's easy for you to manage other things. But because people neglect themselves, they end up having health issues and that eventually leads to damaging their relationships, their work and everything. So please talk to yeah. us more about What do you think entrepreneurs, not mistakes, but what are the mindsets they have and where do they need to change, you know, at a larger scale? So like I said, the biggest opportunity is how you can invest in yourself um, and what you can get off of your plate. And as an entrepreneur starting out, it might be very scary to think about spending a thousand dollars a month on social media management. And in all actuality, it really doesn't need to be a thousand dollars a month. There's plenty of people all over the world um, who that is what their value and expertise is. So really narrow down what your value and expertise is and figure out how to get the rest off your plate so that, you know, to KK's point, to spend the rest of the time renewing. If you think about a professional athlete, they're playing 
you know, if you take a football player, they're playing 15 games a Mm -hmm. year and they're practicing three quarters of the year. But then that one quarter, they're spending in restoration, renewal, and relaxation. And throughout the week, they're also putting a lot of intention and energy into that restoration, to that renewal. And so when you are doing your most valuable work, you also require your most valuable renewal. And for me, coming from the corporate space and then coming into an entrepreneurial space, I'm never going to make up that lack of sleep. I'm never going to make up that, you know, lack of taking care of myself. But what I can do is make sure that right now I'm going above and beyond. Think of yourself as the entrepreneur, as a car. And no matter how many passengers you can carry, no matter if you're a Tesla running on, you know, just electricity, you still need to recharge. You still need to have a full tank. Even if you're the top of the line car with all the amenities, you still have to have gas in your tank or some kind of energy. And so by being able to to fill your cup, put yourself first, you're actually doing your clients the best service possible. And, And a perfect example of that is, yes, I'm up past my bedtime for you guys. And so tomorrow I have that time, when we talked about that time shift, I have the time given back to me so that I can rest and recover since I was awake more. And it's really a matter of awareness because we're all going to make mistakes. Mm. You know, that's, that's where we get our value is in our failures. And I've lost hundreds of hundreds of thousands of dollars. And that's not a failure unless I don't learn from it. And so, you know, it's really just around that awareness and the awareness when you're feeling a dis-ease because that can come mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Those are the four parts of the self and disease, sickness, illness is, can be a mental, a physical, spiritual, or an emotional representation of Mm dis-ease. So really just looking at it in that standpoint, and I can't express enough that you are the most valuable resource to your company. There's not a key employee. There's not any other program or tool that is more valuable to your company and to the world than you. So true. It's amazing the analogies you have shared. And uh, it's like, you know, protecting yourself before protecting your business. Like if you're traveling and there is lack of oxygen in the aeroplane, the instructions we get is first put your mask on even before you want to save your own child. So if your business is like your baby, you have to, you know, protect yourself so you can help your business you know succeed but people i think get into that hustle 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 kind of mindset and then they lose it i always tell people everything needs to be parallel especially your work your health and your relationship it's not that i'm going to finish one thing and then come back to another let me be successful then i'll take care of my health i always tell people you're going to use your money in hospitals you know even if you achieve what you have achieved, you'll end spending all that money in the hospital. So I also think yes, the two other quick things is the word selfish, because I've had people say, you know, well, isn't it selfish to put yourself first? And I say, no, I like to be self-full, not self-ish, because, you know, in, in English, when we say ish, to anything. I'll be, I'll be there at 10 ish or, you know, um, it's kind of a blue ish color. It's like kind of, you know, like it's not really full in. 
And so if I'm selfish, I'm only kind of dedicated to myself. So I like to think of it as self-full. I'm, I'm fully into myself. myself. I'm fully dedicated to myself. The same way that I said, I will absolutely be there at 10. I will absolutely make myself a priority. And the second thing is, is no matter how small, find how to celebrate a victory on a daily basis. I'm a huge fan of gratitude practices in the morning and in the afternoon. But one thing that entrepreneurs, I would love for to see more of tag me in it on social media is you celebrating your victories because the, the little tiny celebrations, like I deleted a LinkedIn comment. Somebody said I couldn't have gotten here without you. And I just deleted it and dismissed it. And then I went back and I undid it because I was like, you know, I need to hear that. I need that on the days that I'm on the downside of the entrepreneurial roller coaster. And so I'm a huge fan of having a wind wall or a binder or something like that, because you need to celebrate your victories and know that you're making a difference. Right. Appreciating, you know, you need to let others appreciate you as well. (laughs) So true. So what are three important tips you would give entrepreneurs? Three important tips that I would give entrepreneurs. I like the model of the mindful morning. So mm-hmm. that's instead of waking up and grabbing this thing, the, oh. the first thing in the morning, I sleep with this in my room. So the first thing I do when I get up is I drink water, I meditate, I write my gratitude. Um, and you know, you can do your prayer. So I'm thinking of the four parts of the self. So, you know, the physical, I have a little bit of exercise or yoga or some kind of stretching, you know, the mental, I like to listen to a podcast or read, or just have some kind of mental stimulation. Um, and then for the, uh, emotional that's in the gratitude exercise or, you know, uh, and then for the spiritual, for me, it's prayer or meditation. So I really like to start my day that way, because if nothing else, then I'm filling my tank and I'm not depending on that first email to send my day down the, the rabbit hole. Um, no pun intended, since that was coming from Bunny. Um, mm-hmm. My second tip is that I do not check my email prior to 11 a.m. So I get my tough task done before 10 or 11 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the day is kind of like as our expression, like gravy. So, you know, I've set up an autoresponder that sets very clear expectations. And now that I'm not a therapist, now that I'm not in crisis response, there's no email in my day that is going to um, be important enough that there's nothing in my life that's more important than the two kids that are sleeping in the room next door and my husband and my parents who live in the house next door. And so, you know, really, I've not had a chance in my email with quitting checking it before 11 a.m. that it's ever done me wrong. Um, I also should say that my vice president of getting stuff done um, and productivity, my, she's my right hand and left hand. She lives in um, England. And so she's six hours ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And so she also will wake up before me and get to my email and kind of clear it out. Right. And so I think the sooner you can have an, a partner, assistant, somebody to help you, the more serious you take yourself and the more organized and, and it forces you to have processes. And so I think that that's 
really important. So I would say your morning, not checking your email, and then investing in yourself, whether it's with a virtual assistant or whether it's with a coach or some kind of accountability program to say, I'm taking, yes, I'm taking myself seriously. I'm not just an entrepreneur. I'm a business owner and I'm valuable. Right. Especially if you have a vision and you want to be successful. If you're still not sure and you're just trying to be in the rat race and just be an entrepreneur because everybody's talking about it, then definitely you're not serious about it. So Bunny, what keeps you motivated the most? So I found this term called meliorism and it is, it means the belief that the world can be made better through human effort. And I remember when I was younger being fascinated with the Dr. Seuss book of the Lorax. I actually have a Lorax tattoo and the Lorax says, unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing ever is going to get better. It's not. And so what motivates me is that each and every day that I wake up with this heart still beating Mm -hmm. and this breath in my body, that I have something to contribute to make this world a better place. I am a meliorist. And so there's something for me to do in, sometimes it's just being, sometimes it's just being there for my girl. Sometimes it's just being there for me and having clarity to then go write a book. And so that's really what motivates me is that humans have the potential to make the world a better place. I truly believe that. So true. I feel like I'm talking to my own uh, mirror effect, you know, (laughs) everything you're just saying. I've mentioned most of it exactly the way you're saying in my book. Like I mentioned, I launched it last month. And if, you know, if you get a chance, read it and you will see that, you know, oh my God, we are speaking the same language with probably the same examples as well. You know, that's amazing because when I wake up, I exactly have the same feeling. I am filled with gratitude that, you know, thank God I'm still alive. That's my first thought in the morning, you know. So amazing. So Bunny, what's one piece of advice you would like to give entrepreneurs to escape burnouts? Take care of you. And really, before you can even take care of you, there is one step, and that's called self-awareness. So you, you have to know that you're running on empty before you know that you need to go to a gas station. And our world is full of gas stations, full of people saying that they can help you get to the next step, do more, be more, achieve more. Well, sometimes it's not about more. Sometimes it's about getting quiet and getting calm and hearing that voice inside of you that says what the direction is. You know, K-Kid said, you want to be an entrepreneur, but you're not sure what it is that you want to do. Ask yourself what makes you happy and what value you can bring to the world. And so building that better relationship with you. When I was a therapist, I, I had this sign in my office that said the voices in the back of, or the voices in my head love me. And it was a therapist joke, but you know, I've told people before, there's nothing you can tell me that is going to be meaner than something I've already said to myself. And so that self-awareness piece, Mm -hmm. when you have that negative self-talk saying, I can't, I'm not going to get through this, I'm never going to be successful, is that self-awareness that think about that as like a bad roommate. Tell them to go to their room, shut the door, and then you go back to saving the world. 
All right. So talking to your own self, like I always say, you can be your best friend or worst enemy. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So Bunny, before we say bye to you, we'll tell our listeners, where can they find you? Well, I'd love it on bunnyyoung.com. You can get your own free download of the ebook, How to Stay Sane During Insane Times, which you know applies to most any time, but specifically this time. And that's my gift to you. So bunnyyoung.com is a great place to start. And you can always find me on Instagram and send me a voice message from anywhere in the world. And that Instagram handle is bunny has six legs. So that's because I have this amazing service dog that is snoring next to me. I'll show you. You can see him. Oh, so cute. <laughs> he's, he's a big old boy, but he knows it's past our bedtime. So, but yeah, Bunny has six legs and bunnyyoung.com. And if you go to bunnyyoung.com, as KK, you had seen and mentioned, you can find anywhere that you need to go from there. So I appreciate you having me here. so much. And thank you for those of you that are listening and that are believing that you have value to make this world a better place and make a difference. And please know that I believe in you as well. Thank you so much, Bunny. I'm going to put your contact details in our show notes. We normally do this as a practice. Our listeners know it by now. But anyone who's a new listener, you can find Bunny's contact details in the show notes. Thank you for sharing amazing, valuable information. I really appreciate you, Bunny. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. Have a great night. Thank you so much for listening. Do you know, fragrance remains in the hands that gives rose. Would you please share this episode with your entrepreneur friends so we can help each other escape burnout increase productivity and achieve our goals faster also let me know what topics you want me to cover in our future episodes at info@bodymindsolution.com would you please take a moment to rate and review this show that would mean the world to me and yes don't forget to subscribe this is your host kk until next time take care bye bye